We are so glad that you were listening to the Temple of God International podcast. We as a family are praying for you and we believe that this is just the word that you need. God bless you. Now, I, Paul, myself beseech you by the meekness and the gentleness of Christ, who in presence I am based among you, but being absent, I am bold towards you. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I'm present with you. Present with that confidence. Wherewith I think to be bold against some, which think of us as if we talk according to the flesh. Are you there with me? Now, something has happened to the current church. And he wrote to them, advising them and teaching them on how to go about it. That is the word for them. Are you there with me? Because he sincerely believed that he knows the way. Are you there with me? He sincerely believed that God was working through him. And every letter that he writes are are instructions from God. Are you there with me? The Bible, in fact, says that the scriptures were written by holy men that were moved by God. Are you there with me? Holy men that were moved by God. And even at this day, the same thing is happening. Are you there with me? When a minister is spiritually in tune, praise and gets a message every time in tune with heaven. That message is God speaking to you directly. Is somebody hearing me? So he was telling them that I am writing to you and some in the church are saying all sorts of things. And he says that, listen, the mistake that you are making is that as much as we have uh, physical things, are you there with me? That's the flesh you can feel. But the struggle is not in the physical. It is when you win the unseen that the physical becomes easy. He said, listen, don't make a mistake that, oh, my husband is now become moody. No, something has happened in the spiritual realm. Oh, I went to work and my boss that is very jovial and likes me and that and that, it now becomes a bit distant. Oh, I thought probably it's a quarrel from home and he's bringing it. Oh, I thought probably he had a road rage on it. I thought probably, but I found out that that is persistent. His attitude towards you has changed. It is something that is happening in the spiritual realm. Don't make a mistake. He said, listen, don't make a mistake. He said that even though we walk in the flesh, like physical, our battles are not physical. Is somebody hearing me? Please, 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 please listen to me. Please listen to me. Please listen to me. When certain things are pinching financially, your health, your accommodation, various things, and you are seeing a certain trend, don't make a mistake and think that it is normal, it is natural. Are you there with me? There's a verse in Proverbs, which is Exodus 6, that we are pulling, like virtually saying, paraphrase, my own words. I'm pulling. You have any? Can I have this? What's the cable here? Okay, supposing. Okay, we have this. We can all see this. Okay, it's not attached, isn't it, to anything? And I'm supposed to pull it out of here. And if it's not coming, what do I do? Are you supposed to come? I get to a point, it's not coming. What do I do? I go another one. You have to go and find out why it's catch. That's what the Christians is trying to tell us. Are you there with me? So as we move around, what is happening? Why are you slowing down? 
as you move around, there are certain things. Are you there with me? Because if you look in the mirror, the mirror says that this is for you. You are blessed. If you look in the mirror, this is what you're supposed to be. But no, you are not experiencing it. So he says here, please, you understand me. He says, for though we walk in the flesh, are you there with me? We do not walk after the flesh. If I see a certain behavior in you, you thought I'm going to punch you. No, there's a way to go about it. Is somebody hearing me? Are you getting it? Yes. Be sensitive and see that. No, 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 no. There's something wrong here. There's something wrong here. Why are these things? Why, why? Why? There's something wrong. Be since though we walk in the flesh, the battle. You see, he wrote, the same person also wrote to the Ephesians church. And he says, listen, <laughs> don't ever think you are fighting against flesh and blood. But there are principalities that are fighting against our Christendom. They are spiritual darkness. They are, you begin to list about five things. And begins to tell us how to fight against those spiritual things. Ephesians chapter 6. Is somebody hearing me? But here, this is how he puts it. He said, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Then in bracket verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Now, what he's trying to say is that, listen, the weapon you are going to use is not like physical. You get it? What example do I want to use? Probably your health. Suddenly, persistent headache. What is this? What is this? What is this? Don't make a mistake and think that, are you there with me? Whatever it is can be solved physically. Is somebody hearing me? Okay. Somebody is owing you. You are a business person. And that is your capital. And the person doesn't want to pay. The person has, but you see that the person has money, but the person doesn't want to pay. Don't make a mistake. I'm using various examples. I don't know. I'm just saying it. Don't make a mistake and saying that, are you there? Whatever is causing the person, he has the money, doesn't want to pay. It's a physical thing. It has spiritual implications. He says, though we walk in the flesh, are you there with me? Our fight is not in the flesh. It cannot be a church and begin to say all sorts of things about me by something that is worrying you. He says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God in the pulling down of strongholds. Then he begins to list. Are you there with me? So he find out that then. Do you know how nations behave or people behave or group of people or race and various groups they behave? Because of the pattern of thoughts. The mind. That's where the battle is. That's where the battle is. When I was a young man in church, the battle was in my mind. My pastor doesn't like you. The pastor doesn't like you. If I look at look at the way, look at the way, look at why he said, why look at it. And that is all you are seeing. Get up and go. Get up and go. That was the battle. That was the battle in my mind. I was an usher. He doesn't like you. He doesn't like your wife. He doesn't like your auntie. He doesn't like your grandmother. He doesn't like the battle. I'm smiling. Amen, 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 amen. I just get up and go. Get up and go. You're better at the nightclub. Get up and go. You're better off with your friends. Get up and go and wash your car. Get, look at how the house is dirty. Mm-hmm. I take a Uber, even as you are praying. It doesn't matter. The strongholds, strongholds, strongholds in your mind. Oh, the prayer meeting is started. I'll be a bit late. Pastor will also be late. Strongholds in your mind. Strongholds in your mind. Strongholds. Say, listen. That thing has flawed a lot of giants. 
serious. He says, listen, this, the, the plan of those things that I've just mentioned by example are all determined against the command of God. That don't do the command of God. Just imagine you started praying. Suddenly, you are seeing death everywhere. Listen, I can speak in tongues and take a load of clothes and put it in a washing machine. At the, at the end of the day, I'm still praying. Then as you get to the kitchen, the washing machine, you look at the window. And so, listen, I can just spray glass cleaner and wipe. But your attention and the concentration have left Christ. Your concentration and your attention. And the power is your concentration and your attention on a particular thing. You know, the power of a beam. There's a light, a power of a beam, concentration. You know, in the olden days, they said, listen, when they are going to war, are you the one of the things is that they tell every soldier, it is in the Old Testament, they make sure nothing affects your focus. Nothing affects your focus. Listen, Peter was able to walk on water based on one way Jesus says, come. And when his attention, his focus left that way, he started sinking. You come to church and a word causes you to give. That is the same word you should stand on until everything Paul has said comes to pass. But how many of us, how many of us are able to hold on to that word? Probably the minister stood up and mentioned that give. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good pleasure. Press down, shaking together, running over. That is the word, and that is God. That is what is going to happen. That is what is going to happen. That is what is going to happen. But there will be forces that will come to make sure that that way sings from your mind. Stronghold, battle. Is somebody hearing me? So he went on to say that, uh, but they are mighty through God in the pulling down of stronghold. He says that casting down imaginations and every high thing. Let me just say this, right? One of the things that God started becoming very annoyed with the man that he created was the imagination. The Bible says, man that I have made, his imagination is evil. Sometimes it can be there, but various imaginations. Sometimes it can be a man, but you have about three wives. All in your mind. But physically, when you see your physical wife, hello! The other two wives are in your mind. And God, look at your mind. Oh God, prosper me. God, I want to change your car. But God says that you, you have a wicked imagination of your heart. Your mind. And that's the battle that we are going on. It's not by physical appearance we have come to church. What is going on in our mind? What is going on in our, all these messages that we hear? Man, some of the messages, yesterday, 15 minutes, Pastor Darlene, 15 minutes, me, I was just listening. The man that we invited was also, I was just listening. Is that the brother called me? Should we make it compress it? He says that the air condition was passing in it. He wants to do, are you there with me? Probably if I come and ask you right there, you thing. Uh, and he said this. And I remember he said this. I remember he said, What did he say? Please, the life of God can flow through every one of you. And let me just say this right now. You know what I do, cars at work. As a result of being rewarded, I'm seen as a wonder worker. 
every word that I'm giving, bless you, I whisper very little. But I commit this job with you. Sometimes, while the job is going on, then I forget about my concentration. So they can annoy you, your boys that you're working with. They can really annoy you. Really annoy you, you forget. <laughs> then every so often, I whisper, Father, I commit this job into your care. Father, I commit this job into your There's something that we do at work. Even computer cannot get it right. Listen, don't just be walking around. Otherwise, we cannot beat the unbelievers. I don't I mean, why, why are we here? Why are we here? We are paying bills. We are also paying bills. Why, then what was the difference? Probably sometimes you can say that they are even better. A little better. Sometimes. Because we have neglected certain things. Is somebody hearing me? Because we have neglected certain things. One person says, I went to write an essay. I prepared, yes. I prepared. I read this thing. I came and I realized that I blessed something. I've left something. I've left something with God. With God, I should have added this point to it for me to score a distinction for me to score this. Then he remembered Psalm 45. God has a pen. Oh God, touch the heart of the examiner. The heart of the king is in the palm of the Lord. Proverbs 21 verse 1. These are the little, little bonus. That doesn't mean you are a Christian, so you don't have to learn before an exam. No! Is somebody hearing me? Now, it goes on to say that casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Are you there? So you find out that whatsoever it is, it's trying to, it's not like I'm not, I'm not, your, I'm not your enemy. Are you there? I mean, when I preach and I touch on certain things, probably sometimes I don't even know. But those things, I'm your enemy. Are you there with me? Because those things, the strongholds, are you there with me? The strongholds that are in your mind. Somebody say, me, I will not fast. Somebody say, I will not be part of with them. That is a stronghold in your life. Somebody say, it's against, the sin is standing against the knowledge of Christ. The battle is against the knowledge of Christ. Let me just say this. The parable of the sower. One that the Bible says that he fell in a shallow ground and sprang up, but because he didn't have depth. When he was giving the explanation, he says that he received the word with joy, but when persecution comes, they fall away. The persecution doesn't come because of the persecution comes because of the word. The difficulties come because of the word. The challenges we get is because of the word. Because when you allow the word, the fruit that will come out of your life. Is God. The end product, when you allow the way, the end product, sometimes honesty, people are not honest. Some people are not honest. And the Bible says that, listen, the fruit that bears fruit, can I have Luke 8 15? Uh, King James. For the life, the last product, Luke 8 15, the last end, the two are sold away, the two are sold away. But the people that receive the word, the Bible says that but they that are of a good ground. What is a good ground? A good ground is made up of somebody who is honest and has a good heart. What does it mean to be honest and has a good heart? That is what he having heard the word, he keeps it, retain it, then he bears the fruit. So if every one of us is able to, but the strongholds will fight against this, 
Be dishonest in your dealings at work. Be dishonest in your marriage. Be dishonest in the church. Be dishonest. Okay, the other thing that don't have a good heart, I don't talk about it. The other thing is that the word that you have received, it goes in one year and you forget. It goes in one year and you forget. It goes in one year and you forget. All the preaching that were then nothing comes out of you. And what is stopping is that nothing comes out of you that God doesn't come out of you. Understood? Nothing can you see it's like a process. He said, My way that I send, you will not return to me void, but it will accomplish. So the accomplishment is through you. Cast, let me give you a shocker. Okay, look at this. Right, look at this. Jesus did a miracle. Okay. And if you go to John chapter 3, go to John chapter 3. The miracle is that his command, fill this water pot with water. Then he filled the water pot. The boys filled the water pot with water. Then he said to them that, draw and go and give. We are looking for wine. But he says that draw the water and go and give to the master of the house now in my background i asked joshua bring me apple juice and joshua bring me water joshua can easily get a lock that's my background but christ has changed me i may have to say no 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 i asked for water you get it so just imagine you have sent a servant to bring you wine and bring you water but Jesus' instruction said, the water that is in the pot, go and fetch it. And the Bible says that while they fetch it, and they were going to give to the master of the feast, it turned into wine. So the miracle happened in their hands. The water is the word of God. The miracle happened. In Pastor, have you seen it before? Are you there in John chapter 3? John chapter 2, I beg your pardon. Go back one. Okay, let's start from verse 11. Okay. Now, the Bible says, look at this. Look at this here. And you suppose Isaiah chapter 55, where John chapter 2, verse 11, I believe, or verse 10. Let's turn also John chapter 2. Glory be to God. The Bible says that, oh, okay, go a bit up. Go to Proverbs verse 7. Okay. Now, look at this. He says he sends his word. But when the word comes in the wrong form, as if it's nothing. But if you allow the word, the miracle will happen in your hands. Okay. The Bible says that Jesus said to them, the instruction is that fill the water pot with what? Water. So what? The water pot that was supposed to contain wine has what? Please. Has what? Water. Agreed? Okay. Verse 8. Look at it here. Jesus' instruction. But the Mary, the mother of Jesus, knew something about Jesus' instruction. That is God's instruction. He said, whatsoever he tells you, do it. Now he goes on to say, and he said unto them, draw out and bear unto the governor, and they bared it. So they drew out what? What did they draw out? Water. Agreed? Yes. Agreed. Huh? Agreed. Are you sure it's water? How do you know it's water? Are you sure? The next verse tells us something here. Look at verse 9 and 10. The Bible says that when the ruler of the feast tasted the water that has been made wine. He knew not, but what? The servant that drew the water. So when the servant were drawing, it was water. 
So when did he turn into wine? He turned in their hands. The miracle happened in their hands. So the word of God, if you don't allow it to have this free course, there will be no miracle in your life. Terry, are you getting it? Sometimes the word of God, you have to allow it. And these strongholds don't want to allow it. Curse Jesus and die. Leave the church. This is not true. He's lying. Look at his shoe. Look at his belly. I mean, all sorts of things. Fight struggle. So then you find out that over the years you read our Bible and nothing has happened. God said, listen, I have sent my word, but my word will not return to me void. It will accomplish the areas. If it is health, if it's finances, if it's marriage, it will accomplish the reason why I sent it. Psalm 107 says that listen, some people were sick. They didn't know what to do. Oh, and God sent his word and he heals them. He sent his word and he healed them. Today, the word of God heals finances, heals marriages, heals churches, heals the word of God. But people do not know. Sometimes they want, oh, uh, they touch, touch. Hey, hey, your auntie is uh, worrying you. These are the things that people want, but the word of God. They don't want churches like this. That will bring this up. The word of God. The word of God. That has the ability, that changed even the man and gave the man that gift. We do do touch. We do 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 all sorts of things. We can do feet washing, feet, feet washing service. We've done all those things in Taipei. We have the bucket and the poles there. We could do this one. All these things we know it is biblical and we know this is occasion. But the ultimate is the way. So God wanting to meet your need. I will charge you to go home and read Psalm 107. The various things that happened. The various things that happened and how God answered them. And the Bible says at the end of Psalm 107 that they that will be wise should observe these things. Now, one will ask that these things that happened in Psalm 107 or the Psalmist, were they born again? Were they Christians? But that is the nature of God. That is the nature of God. He's a good God. Is somebody hearing me? And the miracle, the Bible says that the governor didn't know, but the servant knew. May you know how things work. Amen. The Bible says that, you see, one of the things is that the handling of the word of God, everybody should be a master of it. You have to know how to handle the word of God. When your head is aching, you have to know the verses that you have to use. Are you there? When that deal, you cannot meet that need. Are you there? Only? When you want, whatever it is, you have to know how to use the word. You have to know how to use it. That is the handling of the word of God. That is how to handle the word of God. Are you there with me? The things that you will use when you want to pay a bill is not the same word that you will use. Are you there with me? When you when you are in financial crisis. Our sister was standing here saying that he saw a verse of the scripture which said the gold and the silver and he kept on repeating. He kept on repeating to God. You say the gold and the silver are yours. You got to say the silver are yours. Because it's the spirit of faith. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, it says that we believe, therefore we speak. We believe, therefore we speak. This is for a financial, but that's not for her health. That is for a financial breakthrough, but that's not for her health. She has to pick promises for her health by his stripes. I am healed. By his stripes, I'm healed. Are you there? So the Bible says that after we have received this ministry, we do not handle the word of God. We have to know how to handle the word of God correctly. Is somebody hearing me? Is somebody hearing me? 
Is somebody hearing me? Five minutes, I am done. I may have to stop there. But the Bible says, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself again. He it says, having the readiness. Are you there with me? That all. So you find out that the main thing that is stopping this thing. Are you there with me? So he has, he has also showed us how to get glued to God. Your mind. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Um, what can I use? Okay. Now, the fruit is your bag every. Okay. Supposing this part of my body is Jesus and this is the fruit that has to the end product of God that wants to come out of my life this weekend. Are you the only? Now this can be an apple. The apple in your life might be probably a bill or something that you desire on the internet. Suddenly somebody calls you and he says it's in the post coming to you. You begin to thank God. But then suddenly something comes which is bigger than this. Are you the only? But there are certain fruits like watermelon. Okay. If the branch is not well connected to the body, you cannot take the weight of watermelon. You can take the weight of little little things, graves, little little blessings. So how connected you are to Jesus determine how bigger the fruit that comes out of you. And that verse 4 tells us how we get connected to Jesus. Your mind. We get connected to Jesus through your mind. The commandments through your mind. Gabriela, that's the secret of life. Sometimes at your age, you'll be doing wonders that people do not understand. Because when you lay hands, your concentration of the promise is so strong that somebody the the mind is on. Did I hand the open off? Did I turn the open off? You said, did we turn the iron off? And you are healed in the name of Jesus. But your mind is not there. Then somebody will come. Jesus, I am him. I represent you in the name of Jesus. Your word says, when the elders of the ten day hands and pray a prayer of faith, but as they are praying, their concentration, you know, the only they do now, they do deliverance. My brother, my son, when we, we gather, the person stands in the middle of the chair and we begin to pray. We pick the topic up. Everybody's mind is on that topic. You see manifestation. Two pastors went to a room, they thought they got in a room, let's pray. Then they started praying. Then they started praying. Then they started praying. Suddenly, the door where Kai is sitting began to swing. Begin to swing. And the door closed. That means they weren't alone in that room. How was the forces, the invisible forces, challenged? It just said us because it's when he begins to pray or when it comes to those that trains were not like open carriages. Now, even trains are becoming, especially the underground. The new stock that is coming is even becoming open plan. You can enter in one and walk to the other end where your exit is. Are you there? They are making it open plan. But first, trains were carriages. Six people, then there's a corridor, 
these people, and when he's in the carriage and he's reading his Bible, the president will be in the next carriage and he'll be crying. So I'll not sin again. God, I repent. When there was a man called Jonathan Edwards, his preaching was not the type of preaching as extemporaneous as I'm doing from my mind. Nothing, no notes, nothing else. That is how I like it. Are you there? Why his preaching is number one? God says this. Number two, because the people are running from the pub. People are running from the pub to God help me, save me. Then they fall down. They are crying. People are run, People are crying in the auditorium. He's reading. He's he's preaching. Note. He's reading. It's a concentration of Jesus. And the battle is every one of you. You go through that battle. Some people they are good at it when they are praying or they are wanting something. But if we are able to keep it twenty-four hours seven, the wonders you will see, the wonders you will see, the wonders you will see. Let me let me tell you this. There was a this God died. He's a man of God, and another man of God's wife was in trouble. So much that the lady cannot sleep. They gave her very long content, she couldn't sleep. Various volumes, various, she couldn't, all these things, various things that would cause her to sleep, she couldn't sleep. Then the man of God heard of the pastor's government, so bring her to me, I'll be home by four o'clock after church. Come to my home, and they got her. And they were sitting in the hall waiting for the man of God to come. By the time the man of God arrived, the lady is asleep. She couldn't sleep in the house. But that force cannot in my, my house. I don't know how they call it. Insomnia or whatever they call it. It's like you cannot sleep. Anxiety or whatever it is. But when you got into that man's house, that was broken. He slept like a child. Slept like, so you find out that, listen... Let none of you play down the life of Christ. Sometimes you can bring place. I mean, just imagine. I mean, just imagine it. You, your struggles. You desire that you have this. You are working hard that you have this. But people have it and they don't have peace. People have it and they don't have peace. When you enter into their life just by accident, they will notice something. They will notice something. You see, I say it all the time here. When I was growing up, I wasn't the best of teenagers. I mean, when I was living, yeah, I wasn't the best of teenagers at all. After some years, when I went back, I was a star. 2006, when we were going to bury my dad, we were heading to the town in which they were burying. That's supposed to be our hometown. He never took us there. And there was a convoy of cars, and they were fighting over me. My sister said, come and sit here in the front. My brother said, come and sit here in this car. My brother said, hey, my brother said, me? Me, I've now gotten value. Come and sit there, come and sit there, come and sit there. Eventually, I went to sit in my brother's car because we have a lot. You know, there are certain people who flow. Are you there? There's a lot to talk about. If it's football, there's a lot to talk about. Whatever topic you read, but there are others too. Yes, no, how are you? Fine. Are you there with me? So I went where I could talk a lot. So when I sat in the car, then he says, I wanted you to pray. Now the value of my life has changed. 
Because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. There are certain organizations, certain workplaces, certain shifts. When you enter, you salute peace. Probably the Bible tells us, can we have Luke chapter 10, verse 5? I'll close on that note. The Bible says that when you, the believer, Deborah, when you, the believer, say peace, what happens is that it neutralizes the effect of evil. It neutralizes the effect of evil. When I say neutralize the effect of evil, do you understand? You know, supposing you've touched oil. Have you ever washed anything? Are you there probably fried egg or you've done some stew and that and that? And still your hands are still greasy. I don't know, then you put some detergent and wash it again, or sometimes wash it under hot water. That neutralizes the oily, then it washes away. Are you there with me? The Bible says that when you salute, are you there with me? Whichever home, give us the amplifiers. See, see what the King James says. I'm closing on this note. The Bible says that whichever home that what you enter, first say, that can be your house, that can be your car, that can be your office, that can be everywhere that you enter. You are coming to church. Are you there with me? Probably somebody is waiting for you to quarrel with you in church. Probably your husband is waiting for you to fight with you at home. Probably your neighbor is waiting for you. Are you there with me? Say, whichever, even church, that when you get onto your road, you turn onto your clothes. Every time I take a plane, when I land everywhere, I say, please. I've been troubled at the airport before. You wasted my time at the airport. I salute it. And sometimes, why do this? Probably it's evil. Satan that is following you trying to cause evil. So how do you dilute it? He says that, he says, whatever house you enter, first say, peace be to this house, this household. Then what happens in brackets? He says what happened is that freedom from all distresses, that what results from sin with this family. So the trouble they are going to bring is not your trouble, but it's as a result of their sin. Oh, probably they're not going to receive you. Probably they're not going to give you a drink. Probably they're not going to do this. They're not, the whole thing is going to be hostile. Probably the whole meeting is not going to be. Probably that shift is not going to be a pleasant shift. It's not your fault. It's as a result of the earlier uh, people that were on duty, that have brought that evil. How do you neutralize it? How do you neutralize it? So he said the weapons of our warfare is not carnal. They are mighty through God and they're pulling down a stronghold. So supposing I'm entered into a home, but when I was leaving home, now, I can say nobody is at our home, but anything at all, anything at all can be waiting for us, right? Anything at all can be waiting for us. So if I open the door and I step through there, I say peace. Probably there's a bee that was trapped in there. Probably there's a fly that was trapped in there. Probably there was an insect that was trapped. There was a spider that was trapped in there that Satan is going to use to cause havoc. I remember when the children were growing up. I don't know what it is with spiders. You cannot stand spiders at all. Now when they see when, when any spider surface, they'll be calling daddy, 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 daddy. I'm also a night worker. You know, you see, when you sleep deep and somebody is shouting and you get up, you're also confused. They only come and see a spider. Spider has this brought disturbance into the home. So 
If I go out and I come in, I have to neutralize all those things. Listen, I'm giving little, little example, but this thing that I'm saying, God is trying to tell us that, you see, the, the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. The thing that is going to disturb your finances, the thing that is going to disturb your marriage, the thing that is going to disturb your health, don't think you can solve it by paracetamol. Don't think you can solve it by um, something carnal. It is mighty true God. And mighty true God says that, say you the believer with all your heart, say that peace be unto this house. If you don't say, Jesus said, my peace I give you, not as the world gives. So you already have the peace. If you are not making use of the peace that the God has given you, it's, up, it's your fault. Pastor, how do you know I have peace? I cannot quantify it. Look at the next verse. The next verse says that if there is nobody there to take the peace, your peace will return to you. The Bible says that if and if anyone worthy of the peace and blessing is there, the peace and blessing shall what? Come upon him. If not, really, really, if not, it will come back to you. Son, son, if not, it will come back to you. Oh God, I can't see the peace. So, the weapons of our warfare is not carnal. You have something to neutralize. Now, if we go into the Greek word shalom of peace, prosperity is here. It's a big word. But since we are carrying it in our mouth, let me tell you in closing, the Bible says that in Romans chapter 10, who is going to bring? Nobody is going to Christ. Jesus come back again. Jesus come back again. Jesus come back again. Jesus come back again. Why? What is Jesus in our day? Jesus come back again. What Jesus come back again? What is Jesus in our day? You see, the way is nigh even in your heart and in your mouth. That is Jesus. The word is nigh the word is nighty. I'm writing a book about the heart. I pray it becomes the best seller. Please, I cannot emphasize this. This is the best message I've ever preached. I pray that it drops so I've explained things to the layman. Every that is how it works. It is said that deliverance ministers, one of the things that they do. Is that they keep on reciting to themselves, greater is he that is in me, that he that is in the world. Go, go, go. Greater is he. They keep on reciting to themselves. It's a relationship with the way. Once one white one says that, listen, don't come and think. Don't come and stand there when I'm just talking to the verses of scripture. It is the first thing that makes it happen. Listen, people have secrets. Sometimes it's difficult to draw, to draw people's secrets out. That today a lot has come out. This is how things work. You see the anointing practically flowing in your life. It's all a relationship with a particular way. One person says that his ministry, his ministry, this bishop that you he says that his ministry started with Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Joshua, quite time, quite time. That was what we saw God's endeavor. We the also say that. Um, um, how do you call it? Six friends, the kingdom of God. People had deep insight into certain things. And ever since that, every time we put God's in every endeavor, 
every endeavor. And others, and we are seeing practically the end product of God. Now, the Bible says here is that uh, casting down imagination and every height and that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and being uh, and bringing into captivity every thought. Bringing into you have to catch it, you have to catch it and put it into prison. Catch it and put it into prison. Once a pastor says that was working, was working somewhere with someone. Victoria Station or so, I think it was a peak hour or so, and you know, I mean, so many people standing there. See, suddenly, the person was shouting, with, sit, sit and shut up. Oh, everybody was looking at him. He shouted, sit and shut up. Sit and shut up. Then everybody was wondering, why did he? Satan was passing thoughts through him and he had to stop the thought. Now, can you count one to ten in your head? Right? Start. Mention your name. Mention your name now. Did the thought continue? The thought was stop. What about thoughts? Hallelujah. Thought comes to you. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. That thought will stop. You cannot count in your head. And cause you talk and then count will continue. Let me read it again. He says, listen. Casting down, he says that what? And bringing into captivity. The pastor cannot do it. The pastor himself has his own battle. Everybody has his own battle. Everybody has his own battle. Car has his own battle. Your dear wife has his own battle. Your auntie has his own battle. Your niece has his own battle. You, you see, the casting down. I cannot come and cast your thoughts down. I cannot come and cast. You have to cast down because the thought is against Christ. Not against the commands of the pastor. Are you there with me? The Bible says that casting down, are you there with me? Every high thought, high thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. But the secret is I want to stop the end product. So the more you are able to cast down these thoughts, thought will come to leave the church and sort him when he comes. I don't know why he lied to me. I found out I so many things, so many things. But when you cast down these thoughts, you have the word of God flowing you. That will determine. Whether you can handle a watermelon, wait. Watermelon, wait. Let me just say this. Supposing I do the work and I'm able to handle this, the more I do, I'm able to handle heavier things through Christ. Then I'll be handling two chairs at the same time. All depends on how I'm able to cast down these daughter challenges. So if today you try something and it doesn't work, your knee will be healed, be healed. But another person will come, put his hand there, and it is gone. Sometimes use the children, for they have clean mind, clean. Help them memorize verses of scriptures. Children, like um, Ronnie, at, at that age, perfect. Read verses of scriptures, you let him speak it back. Yes, at uh, Emily's age. Read verses of scripture, let him 
you'll be surprised. He will pray for you. He will pray for you. You'll be surprised. You will be surprised. Is somebody hearing me? Is somebody being blessed? Just rise up onto your feet and begin to thank God. Begin to bless His name. Begin to magnify Him in the name of Jesus. Make use of what you have learned today. Bless and magnify His name. Thank you for listening to the Temple of God International Podcast. We pray that you have thoroughly received the word and that it will bless and enhance your life in unthinkable ways. We encourage you to not only subscribe to this podcast, but also to our YouTube channel. Be sure to follow us on our social media pages. We strive to encourage you with the word of God. God bless you. Until next time.